Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good evening, San Martians, and welcome to our special one-and-a-half-hour-long Bobcat Radio After Dark. I'm Colton Gibson, and I will be your host for the night. Along with me for the ride is my producer, Kobe Jackson, and my co-hosts, David Castaneda, Paxton Graff, and Thomas Terry. Tonight, Mm -hmm. we are going to cover just about everything for you, but let's keep it local for just a minute and talk about the Texas State football team. Guys, what a start it has been, 3-1, and the best start since since 2013 for these Bobcats. I mean, you know, bowl season seems imminent. I don't want to get too happy early on, but it's it's been an exciting start. Yeah, uh, Texas State is halfway there. I think you need six to be bowl eligible, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, hey, we're in the beginning of the season, and Texas State is already halfway there. Yep. Yeah, they are halfway there. I mean, um, been here four years now. This is definitely the best start I've seen in my four years here. Uh, the first game against uh, Jackson State, the first home game, I should say, uh, that was definitely the biggest crowd I've seen in my four years here. Uh, a little bit lackluster in the second uh, attendance, second home game attendance, but still got the win, a 17-0 deficit at half, overcame it and doubled it for that matter, 35-17 um, to 17 at one point in that fourth quarter. But it was a great overall game. But going on this week, I mean, Louisiana, Louisiana's not a cakewalk by any means. Even though they're oh, yeah. 0-1 in conference right now, they're not a cakewalk. Two years ago, this team was leading the conference. They had the best record. Uh, they had the longest win streak in college football two years ago. And so this is this still has some of the same players from that team two years ago. I'm curious to see what it will look like this weekend as the Bobcats travel to Lafayette for that game. Raging Cajuns, I mean, they are the most loyal fan base you will ever meet. They're going to show up for that game. I mean, overall this season, it's it's been crazy. I mean, we talked about all offseason long football was dominated in terms of in terms of uh, Texas State sports. And you look at the storylines from not even knowing who was going to start week one at quarterback yep. to now saying, you know, this guy – is the the greatest quarterback in the Sun Belt Conference this year, in my opinion. <laughs> um, obviously, they got Southern Miss, they got Louisiana. This is this isn't going to be a cakewalk by any means. We talked to um, we talked to one of uh, Southern Southern Miss's reps today, and they have some confidence going into this game. But just getting a different perspective of like how teams see us now was crazy. I mean, this person's all the way in Mississippi and they're over here telling us before the season started that this was going to be a guaranteed win. And now they're trying to figure out how they're going to bring down TJ Finley. Uh, They allowed over 300 yards, I believe to a freshman quarterback last week from what he told me. So Southern Miss, you know, should be a gimme. We talk about last week down 17. Oh, that kind of sucked, and even mm-hmm. afterwards, when when interviewing GJ Kenny, he he didn't seem too uh, too impressed of his team's performance, at least in the first half. But nice resilience from this team, and and I agree, bull season for sure. L- let me just mention real quick: Did I say Louisiana? Did I say the Raging Cajuns? You did. Okay, <laughs> I'm previewing next week. Let's talk about this week. Southern Miss. You got Frank Gore Jr. At running back, it is a little bit of a lackluster team from their overall performance so far. 
But, I mean, you got a two-punch combo in Hornsby and Finley right now behind center. Finley kind of kills you in the air. Hornsby will kill you with his legs, and he has proven that he is right there at that two spot, right there behind Finley. It's not like previous years where you had Brady McBride um, and then Tyler Vitt oh, no. well oh, yeah. below him. This is a close one-two battle right yeah. now, and I kind of like the balance between the two so far that we've seen Kenny use them. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny that we're bringing up, you know, now Sunbelt Conference play because, you know, if y'all, you guys remember the BCR that we did uh, before even the semester started, we did a, you know, media day BCR with me and then mm-hmm. obviously you, Paxton, and then Davin and Richard that we had a few months ago. And, you know, when we were covering media days, we literally asked, we we all asked the same, the all the Sunbelt teams the same question about G.J. Kenny, about this Texas State Bobcat team and what they were going to be like this upcoming season. And honestly, they pretty much all said the same exact thing. Like, obviously, they're going to expect a lot with all the transfers that they had with, you know, coming from the SEC, the Big 12, you know, coming from Incarnate Word with G.J. Kenny as their own. So I think that plays a lot for a lot of the Sunbelt Conference teams. And like I talked about a little bit earlier in the beginning of uh, the beginning of the semester is that, you know, Sunbelt is tough sledding this season, you know, because obviously we, you know, we obviously expected, you know, Coastal Carolina, uh, South Alabama. I know they had a big win against Oklahoma State, you know, this past uh, this past season, uh, this past few weeks up in Stillwater. So, I mean, Sunbelt is is really a lot is really showing its recognition, you know, and we kind of just found out that, uh, you know, Texas State and Louisiana, I know this is, you know, kind of a week a week ahead, but Texas State and Louisiana is going to be on national television on ES- mm-hmm. either on ESPN2 or ESPNU. So that just really shows that the Sunbelt Conference is growing as a whole. But, you know, just going back to, you know, this week I, or against Southern Miss, I think what the Bobcats really need to focus on is primarily defense on primarily uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Because, you know, if you if you guys watched the game against Nevada last week, they they looked I don't know. I don't know. They were, it's almost like they didn't know what hit them. You know what I mean? Scoring, I mean, 17, nothing at the, at the end of the half. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, their offense just started just going crazy with, you know, scoring 35 unanswered points. I mean, I think that's something that GJ Kenny probably was saying in the locker room, like, Hey, defense, we need to step up and offense. We really need to step up. Not scoring in the first half is not something we want to do early. And, you know, th- I think that's, what's going to be a big factor against Southern Miss. And keep in mind, Frank or Jr. still on this team still. I know we, you know, I, we tried to get a chance to interview him during media days, but unfortunately, you know, he wasn't able to make it, but he's going to be, I think a key factor for the Southern Miss offense. If I remember, Oh, I'm sorry. If I remember correctly, Frank or Jr., went off against us last yep. year. So. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that game from the stands, and then the the PA announcer kept saying Gore Jr., and I'm like, dude, this guy's running like Frank Gore, and I look <laughs> it up. Just like his dad. Yeah, yep. it's Frank Just Gore like Jr. his father. Like father looks on. Uh, Kobe, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought up the defense. It's something that, you know, the elephant in the room, Texas State has been giving up a lot of points in these games, and it's been their offense that has uh, that has come to save the day. And kind of the same team as Southern, or same thing as Southern Miss. You know, their defense isn't very good, and their offense is the only thing keeping them in these games. So, I don't know. It's either going to be uh, a blowout for Texas State, or it's going to be a barn burner in uh, in Mississippi. I agree. Well, and I'm glad you talked about those two things, David, with their offense and defense. It's a matter, of, like you said, of which one is going to show up. Or is Texas State going to get the offense that put up 40 points against Alcorn State in week one? Or are they going to be the offense that could only muster up three points against Tulane Mm -hmm. from the AAC? So that stands to be seen, I believe, tomorrow night and everything. Honestly, Texas State, 
DJ Kenny has done an amazing job so far, Absolutely. changing the culture. No doubt. Even in the little time that he's been here this year, we could already see the difference on campus that he's bringing to the atmosphere, football atmosphere and everything. Mm-hmm. All the students are excited and everything for what the football team is doing. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty amazing to see what they can do tomorrow night on yeah. the road. Yeah, Paxton, I can't blame you for, you know, looking towards that game at Louisiana, getting ahead, you know, (laughs) talking about it being moved to national television. And this team just hasn't been in a position to get that national recognition in a long time. You know, you look at some of the rankings. This team is the 13th highest scoring offense in the nation right now. Wow. And just just to put that into perspective, looking at the list, just a few teams ahead is teams like LSU, Florida State, Oregon, USC, teams at the top of the country in rankings. And below the Bobcats is a couple of teams that are also up there. Georgia and Penn State have lower scoring offenses. Wow. And take it with a grain of salt because there is a 77-point game against a, you know, FCS school in there. (laughs) But to see that this offense is producing at a level that some of these other schools that you would never even think to have Texas State in the conversation with – it's pretty amazing and it's pretty crazy to watch. It's it's awesome to watch and experience. This is this is the prime time of Texas State football as we've seen. You know, I like that you mentioned that they're 13th in the nation for uh, offense, total offense. Uh, you mentioned two schools that are ahead of them, uh, Florida State and USC. I mean, let's talk about their leaders real quick, their captains. You've got Jordan Travis yep. and Caleb Williams yep. leading the way. Those are two Heisman favorites. What are y'all's other Heisman favorites? Honestly, oh boy, I would have to go with the guy about 30 miles up north of 35, Quinn Ewers, <laughs> at the University of Texas. Wow, okay. he's been playing some amazing football like thus that. far, and uh, we actually talked about it on our Claws to the Wall podcast. Uh, Kalani DeLuna, she had even before he was missing the games and everything. Due oh to yeah, injury, of course. She had Travis Hunter as one of the favorites. Mm. Wow, and everything. Yeah, and I yeah. told her, you know. We have never in our lives seen two-way dominance oh, from yeah, an no. athlete like no. that to be able to play, especially at the college level, offense and defensive sides of the ball. Well, we are going to take our first quick break, but we are just getting started on college football talk and have plenty more afterwards. Go and visit Third Thursday at the Porch every third Thursday of the month. KTSW will be taking over the porch on third, th- third Thursday of every month to host some fantastic local bands playing great music. And if you're 18 or older, you can stop by the porch anytime from 10 p.m. to 1230 a.m. to hear what the local music scene has to offer. For more info, you can contact Tara at KTSWpromotions dot or at Texas State dot edu. We'll be right back on Bobcat Radio after dark on KTSW 89.9. And welcome back to Bobcat Radio after dark. We've talked about Texas State football. Now we're going to you know, you kind of got into it before the break. Let's head up the road to Austin for a special edition of Thursday Tally. Normally, you know, we kind of started up this Tuesday Tally poll on our Instagram story, KTSW Sports on Instagram. Little plug there. Check it out on Tuesdays. <laughs> but a special edition. It was talked to, talked about a little bit this morning, but the poll was, will the University of Texas make the college football playoff this year? Mm. Yes or no? 62% says yes. 38% says no. What do the guys of Bobcat Radio After Dark have to say? I love that answer. I love the majority. I love democracy. You know, sixty-two percent of people have brains, and I'm just joking. I'm joking. Everybody has a brain here, but you know, yeah, we're not like Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but sixty-two percent of people I can get, you know, on board with and everything. Texas is the real deal. Texas, um, after their display mm. against Alabama this season, even last season, we saw they probably should have won that game. But oh, officially this year, I know we all kind of banded together and watched it as a group. They played some amazing football. Absolutely. Their defense, 
I believe statistically speaking, they are the best defense in the country, FBS wise. And, you know, the offense is still something that they have weapons on tap for. I mean, they have that running back, Jonathan Brooks, Brooks. sophomore Mm -hmm. Jonathan Brooks, who he has 25 missed forced missed tackles, which I believe is number six in the nation for running back. So that's absolutely ecstatic for him. And then, like we said, Quinn Ewers, Xavier Worthy, Absolutely. he's going to be a first-round pick. A.D. Mitchell, uh, Jatavian Sanders, and the list goes on for a different type of X-Factors for that Longhorn team. Another little plug, BCR this morning, we we talked about this, and um, I got to say, the only thing keeping UT from being in the college football playoffs is these next two weeks, Kansas and OU, Absolutely. I truly believe. I mean, look look at the schedule. Those are the only, as of now, the only ranked opponents left for them. So, and I don't sleep on so. Kansas State. They might not. Yeah, don't ranked, sleep on Kansas State either. Yeah, right. I would say. Right, but I mean, this, as you mentioned, Thomas, the defense is what has stepped up for UT to this point. Ten points against Wyoming allowed against Rice, only ten. They held Alabama to twenty-four. I know that was a couple weeks ago. They held Baylor to only six. I mean, this is a team. That's not shocking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's Baylor, though. You know, it's not like. The, these are still Big Twelve schools, so Fair power five. Fair I don't know. I think I think UT if if they're gonna do it, this is gonna be the year. You know, I know they got Manning waiting, waiting in the shadows, but keep I think, them waiting. Yeah, I think this is uh this is for sure the year. I like that take of Quinn Ewers for Heisman. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. That's nice. So so I have a question though. Go ahead. So you know I know we have some pretty committed UT fans in the room. Theoretically, for UT to make the college football playoff, they would have to beat Oklahoma twice. Mm. Um, I mean, I as of right now, the the Big Twelve look is Texas Oklahoma all the way. That's what the um, championship game looks like. And I know it's early. Yeah. I know it's week what week five. I know it's early. I know there's a lot of games that can happen between now and then. Oklahoma Oklahoma inevitably has to play Kansas State, who they can never seem to beat. <laughs> but Fair. but theoretically, if all goes as planned, UT and OU would play in two weeks, and then would play again at the end of the season with Texas theoretically having to win both of them to make a, a four-team playoff what about, before this expansion. What about Kansas, though? Because they're four honestly, I was I honestly was thinking Texas and Kansas, honestly, because Kansas, I mean, keep in mind, Kansas actually had a very good record last season. People really do forget about that. And they took Arkansas to the limit in their bowl game uh, in a classic shootout. So, I mean, I was thinking Texas, Kansas, but if you all want to go with Texas OU, I completely understand that completely. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Texas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Texas is having a phenomenal year. Probably one of the best years they've had in in quite a while. I hate. You know, I probably would throw in since Ellinger uh, was a Longhorn. But I mean, Texas. Since they were back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I said it on BCR a couple of weeks ago that you know, if they can get past OU and if they can pe- get past Kansas State, then. They're going to be the team to beat, I think. I, I don't think anybody would complain about two Red River rivalries in one year. Oh, no. it's, ha- it's happened before. It's happened yeah. before. And two things, one to you, Kobe, and one to you, Colton. Kobe, Kansas, like you said, do not sleep on them Last from last year. Absolutely. This is their second time in a row, I believe, in the last 
30 years 30. that they've started 4-0. <laughs> uh-huh. And, yep. you know, Kansas, let's be honest, they used to be the laughing stock. Oh, the yeah. Big 12. Yeah. They yeah. used to be, you know, the team, oh, yeah, this is basically an FCS school Absolutely. that we're getting ready to play. Mm-hmm. But Jalen, not to be confused with Jaden Daniels in LSU. Oh, no. But Jalen Daniels is still a pretty good quarterback there Absolutely. in Lawrence, Kansas. And he is not somebody to be slept on with the way that he can produce with his legs and everything. And Colton, to your question, uh, I don't know because we've seen one loss teams get in before. Yep, Bama specifically, but because I don't know how. But yeah, like I mind. said, it it really depends on how everything else folds out. The the game that you would want to lose per se would be next week, and yeah, then win your championship. Game. Of course, you don't want to go undefeated, lose the championship game, and you know recency bias is a thing yeah, in absolutely. all the sports. Yep. The people that make the polls have extremely short memories that yeah. have been shown plenty of times before. It's not what have you done for me, it's what have you done for me lately. And losing to Oklahoma in what would be the last Big 12 championship game, that would not be a storyline that the CFP voters would want, Yeah, perhaps, in the college football Well, we brought up Kansas. So, you know, this is definitely a, kind of a trap game for UT going in number three, Kansas, number 24. Looking around the country, though, there is quite a few, you know, you could say trap games that are, you know, kind of threatening some of these top teams, not only Texas, Kansas. You know, I, I kind of struggle with saying USC and Colorado is one with the way Colorado played last week. Yeah. But also I remember the way USC played played last week against Arizona State, um, Georgia and Auburn. Auburn played a pretty rough game last week against AM, but mm-hmm. Georgia and Auburn is always close. It's one of those games. Yeah, Alabama, Mississippi State, going to be a close game. It's just, this is such a pivotal week, I feel like, and it really, there's just some random games going on, and I, I don't know. I This is a big week. Yeah, talking about that Auburn AM game, I had a chance to watch that game, and uh, I'm really prayers up for Connor Wagman and everything being lost for the season with his injury, lower body injury yeah, and everything. Absolutely. But AM chat boards and everything was talking about it and reps from AM were talking about it. Max Johnson is still a very good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And to be able to be successful in the SEC, you need to be able to have two quarterbacks that are very well capable of leading you. Max Johnson is definitely a quarterback that is able to carry AM for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I have to applaud AM because they that was that was a a very impressive performance that they did against Auburn. I have to commend on them that. Um, but, you know, going back to what you were, Colton, what you were saying about, you know, sleeper uh, kind of, you know, it's not going to be easy type of games, you know, this week. I'm just looking at the schedule right in front of me. I mean, Georgia Auburn, like you said, is going to be one of them. I think one that I think most people are sleeping on, I'm, I'm going to kind of keep it in the sunbelt here a little bit, is, um, is, Ch- is Chory and Georgia State. That's I think that's going to be kind of a sleeper that a lot of people are not going to really realize because we always you know how Georgia State is playing this season. They're currently four and zero on the year right now, and Troy is the defending Sun Belt Conference champions for college for the uh, Sun Belt football. So I mean, it is going to be tough. Sl- it is tough sledding this weekend for for college football. But I mean for, for this weekend, but that USC Colorado matchup is jumping out of me because I feel like this is going to be the game that Caleb Williams will, I think, will have his Heisman game, I think. Like, I think this is the game where he's going to prove the doubters wrong, the reason why he won the Heisman this past year. Probably will win it again this year if he continues to play very exceptional and just, you know, silence all the Colorado hype 
to for I mean for the season and I think that I honestly think this is going to be his game I think Kobe I'm so glad you brought that up because we were talking about it before we went to break about our Heisman picks and everything mm-hmm. briefly but I just want to let you guys know Vegas actually has Michael Penix of Washington the quarterback from Washington yeah. as the leading favorite in everything plus 380 plus 350 you know mm-hmm. all of that talk and everything and then second is Caleb Williams yep i Honestly, when I saw these lines and everything, I was scratching my head because through the eye test, I guess, to me, <laughs> in my opinion, even though I really, you know, have to rock with Quinn Ewers, but Caleb Williams is the best quarterback to me in college football. Right now, yeah. So, like you said, Kobe, this will be the game for him to go on notice and say, hey, Vegas, I'm still here. <laughs> exactly. I'm still here. Exactly. Well, now that we're going into the Heisman discussion, um, what a year it is to be a college quarterback when it comes to, you know, these Absolutely. Heisman standings. You know, of course, the Travis Hunter thing was, you know, kind of happening at the beginning. But now, you know, missing a couple games, I don't know if that's necessarily as likely. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't put anything past Dion and his boys at this point. But, you know, just a couple names that have been thrown around. Michael Penix at Washington, Caleb Williams at USC, of course. Jordan Travis over at Florida State. Bo Nix at Oregon. I know you kind of had a a scoff at that one, Paxton, before the show. And Cameron Ward from Washington State, their quarterback. Quinn Ewers was not in the five that I saw, but, I mean... It's hard to not, you know, the third. Yeah, Vegas has him listed as the third favorite. Maybe I was just looking at the wrong websites then. (laughs) But, I mean, if you had to pick your Heisman right now, I know you said Caleb Williams, best quarterback. You know, who who is y'all's Heisman's winner? Michael Penix. You say Michael Penix? I say Michael Penix because you don't really think of Washington when you think of college football. That's true. They're currently in the top, what, eight? I think there's seven, somewhere, seven to eight, somewhere around there. You don't think of Washington. And the Heisman is, I hate to say individual award, seven, uh, individual award, but it is. I mean, it goes to one person uh, who leads their team to success. It is your MVP award. And I think Michael Penix doesn't have the weapons that Caleb Williams has. And he's still Mm -hmm. leading this Washington team who two years ago, I mean, they were awful yeah three years ago I, agree. I mean you you hear Washington and you're thinking of Jake Browning and like yeah. when they went and played Bama and all that in the playoffs okay that was what seven years ago Don, like that's uh, a Dante long Pe- Dante time Pettis ago Pettis too. two years ago this was a laugh stock team Washington as a state was with Wazoo as well now he's carried this team and turned them around complete 180 beat UT last year in the in their bowl game Alabama, and, bowl. and yep. then this year he's undefeated right now he's currently leading as far as the Heisman race as far as statistically I think Michael Penix is your front runner that's not to say all the other people don't deserve it oh no I think he is the most deserving of it I should say and Quinn Ewers is a great one um I'm hesitant with Quinn just because I I want to see him have that like one stellar game he he showed it in Bama don't get me wrong oh yeah no it wasn't really Heisman worthy though Michael Penix is every week and and week out now granted he's playing against kind of lower level schools than Mm -hmm. Alabama uh the only reason why I scoff at Bo Nix is because is he like 27 like oh my gosh (laughs) I remember uh when he was at Auburn, they played, I believe, Miami or someone like that. Was that in Bama? A, in a Cowboys kickoff when I was like a junior in high school. I'm a senior in college now, and Bo Nix is still playing. That's yeah, kind of the same th- deal with uh, Sam Hartman. With Notre yes. Dame. I believe he's like in his sixth or seventh year as being a college quarterback. It, it's it's definitely weird. I mean, I know that, you know, COVID kind of came through and kind of wrecked the eligibility thing. And yeah. 
you know, those those kids that were in there are starting to finally graduate, go to the draft, whatever. And that's kind of getting flushed out. But right now, there's just some weird, weird situations with old players. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Paxton, Bo Nix, when he was a quarterback at Auburn. uh, Yeah. Even though he's playing at Oregon now, when they played against Oregon, Bo Nix at Auburn. Yep. Justin Herbert. Was the quarterback yep. for the Oregon? Wow, Justin yep. Herbert. It was Oregon. Been, That's who it was. Yeah, okay. it's like his fourth year in the NFL. Yeah, Justin okay. Herbert is a fourth-year player in the NFL. Yeah. Just signed one of the richest deals in NFL history. That's so, wild. Yeah. You know that kind of puts it in perspective of how long he's been in school. Yeah. This guy's been longer, been there longer than Stetson Bennett, and oh, God. says a lot. So. <laughs> nah, Mr. Thomas Terry turned me into a Quinn Ewers Heisman favorite supporter, <laughs> and I don't. If I had to put my money on on my money on it i don't think it would be him but i i really do want it to be him paxton that's a really good take but you talk about the impact i mean quinn ewers was supposed mm-hmm. to be that guy and last season he wasn't they give him another shot you know there's a lot of pressure because you know who's behind you if, if you, you know if you don't step up to the plate and he has stepped up to the plate man yeah. i mean I, I also agree with he hasn't had that moment yet. That's very true. Against Alabama, that was very nice, but that was a that was a team performance. He did his job. Yep. And I think the biggest thing with Quinn Ewers has been the turnaround. I mean, he lost a ton of weight, cut his hair. Yeah. I mean, this guy has become a whole new person. And I think the main thing is that he's dominated such a historic um such a historic team as UT and to, to step into the locker room and become that guy whenever, you know, you have a lot of doubters after last season. It's very impressive. Yeah, and David, another thing, like you said, too, as well as Paxton, you've said it as well, you want to see that Heisman game yeah, and everything. Absolutely. But also what I want to see from Quinn Ewers, too, be able to connect on the deep ball a lot more. Yeah. Coming out of high school, I believe he was the highest rated prospect mm-hmm. at the time. At the time. To come out of high school and go into college where he first went to Ohio State. We all know the story there, transferred to Texas. But if I'm being completely honest, even as a fan of the University of Texas Longhorns, um, he has not displayed that 1,000 composite rating right. from 247 Sports and everything. But I still do believe that he has the potential to show that. And how do you do that? Complete on your deep balls. You have some of the best receiving core, the best receiving core in my opinion in all of college football like we were talking about first round pick Xavier Worthy you could even make an argument for Jatavian Sanders mm-hmm. freak athlete tight end who runs a four five forty. that's <laughs> for that's, a tight end that's that's impressive yeah really absolutely yeah. and his stats right now speaking of Jatavian Sanders better than Brock Bowers who yeah. is universally seen as the best tight end in college football but no if Quinn Ewers can do that and ultimately string together some better games, more 300-yard passing, 350-yard passing games, you'll start to hear his name a lot more in the Heisman conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. I mean, um, you know, you, David and Thomas, y'all both make great points about, you know, certain quarterbacks have, or certain Heisman candidates having that type of game that really speaks out. Like, like I'll just throw an example. You know, I know Mr. David Castaneda has a Joe Burrow jersey on here in the in the studio right now. Yes, the sir. game that... That's why it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I like but, that. I like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, the game that Joe Burrow what made Joe Burrow the Heisman winner to me was the game against Alabama where they had that star-studded Bama offense with Tua, with Jalen Waddle, with Devontae Smith, with Najee Harris. I mean, that was the game that made Joe Burrow Heisman. And we haven't really seen I I mean, I'm, I'm, if I'm being completely honest, we really haven't seen a performance like that since Joe Burrow made that happen. And honestly, this weekend I think is where it's going to be 
I think the week because like you said, you know, Quinn Ewers, uh, Bo Nix, who's kind of in that conversation a little bit. It's it's just going to be it's this this the week I think really is going to determine who's going to be the main Heisman Heisman favorite. I think another one that we haven't really mentioned yet is Drake May. Um, I think he should be in that race as well. He's leading North Carolina right now to a four zero start, which is their best since I believe the nineteen ninety seven season. Uh, which was actually a year before Mac Brown came to UT. So Mac Brown's leading them to their best start since uh, 97. And Drake May is the captain of that team. He's a leader of that team. And he showed it so far. He has dominated on the offensive side of the ball. We don't hear about him as much, but I think he can be in that talk as well. Um, we've mentioned very briefly as well, Jordan Travis. I mean, you know, Florida State. Florida State has kind of always been my second school just because – where I went to school, we were based off of Florida State, mm-hmm. and so I've always loved them. Um, and so he's kind of bringing Florida State back in the national spotlight, uh, which I is agree. something we haven't seen since Jameis Winston, James. for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that was, holy crap, that was 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago. I still remember staying up to watch that national championship we're game. We're getting old, man. We are. <laughs> we really are. It was way hey, past my don't, bedtime. Don't talk about old in here. Please don't. <laughs> but... Um, no, I, I think Jordan Travis should be in the picture as well. We have so many um, that it's honestly hard to keep count of. Well, we are going to take another quick break, but on the other side of it, there is still a full hour of sports talk left. This is Bobcat Radio After Dark on KTSW 89.9. It is currently 731 in San Marcos, Texas, currently 87 degrees. The high for today was 94 degrees. The low earlier this morning, 69 degrees. The weather is going to continue dropping down 87, 85, 83 on throughout the night. That is low. Tomorrow, game day, though not here in San Marcos. <laughs> I completely forgot that. <laughs> it will be 92 degrees as the high, 70 degrees going on into Sunday, cloudy 92 degrees with a low of 70. This has been your KTSW weather report. Mm. That was beautiful. Welcome back once again. This is your host, Colton Gibson. And with me, I have Kobe Jackson, David Castaneda, Paxton Graff, and Thomas Terry. Next up, we're going to do something a little different. We got a little draft. We're going to be drafting sports movies. So the way this is going to work, we're going to have three rounds. Um, We're going to start with Thomas. He, I did some randomization, and Thomas was got the first pick. It's It's because he was in last place last year. That's why. (laughs) There you go. Uh, It's going to be going to be a snake format, so go to the bottom and flip it around. And I was going to make a rule that you could only draft one movie per sport. No. But oh. I'm going to make a rule. So. Yeah, no. That kind of ruins the fun All of right, the draft. So, just, uh, so here we go. Mm. The order is Thomas, Miracle. Kobe, okay. Paxton, David, oh, and then myself getting the turnaround. How was this randomized? Uh, <laughs> I want to know. I went to something called random.org. And oh, I yeah. I put the list in and I hit it five times. That's a good one. There's yeah. video There's evidence. Cool. Don't, don't hate. There's I did send a video. Uh, yeah. I don't know if y'all prepared for this. I got about 40 movies written yeah, down. Yeah, I do so too. Without further ado, Let's Mr. Go. Thomas, what is your first pick? You know, we're going to put that NFL draft music going on inside of our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I don't for know. that. I don't <laughs> <know>. The first <laughs> pick of the 2023 sports <laughs> movie draft. Thomas Terry selects Rocky. Whoa, oh, which one? Wow. Which one? The very first one. Very course. first. Okay. 1973 okay. release. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. All righty. Well, for my first pick, I select Remember the Titans. Ooh, that's a good pick. All right. Well, I'm out. 
I mean, Remember the Titans is literally the greatest sports film of all time. So, all right. Well, nine number one is now off the board. <laughs> so, number one would be Glory Road for me. Okay. That's I love good. Glory That's Road. A movie. Okay. I love that movie. That's a good one. Is it me? Yeah, yep. You. David? Oh. Give me Moneyball. Ooh. Ooh. Come on now. There you go. Come yes. On. All right. Yes. All right, guys. Stats well, let me, make let a me, difference. Let me, let me hit y'all with this. I got the back-to-back here. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to be taking Space Jam. Oh. oh, which one? That's a sleeper. Which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> the, the only one that you should Definitely spend time too. watching. The one with the, the good or one, the real good. The only one oh. you should sit down. <laughs> and watch yourself, David. Watch yourself, David. The, <laughs> the Michael Jordan one. The correct one. Ah, uh, the okay. actual goat one. Okay, the real right. goat. I got you. And next up, next up, I got to pick the best baseball movie as well. I got to go you with say? The Sandlot. Dang, okay, thank God. Mm. Wait, call. the first or second one? <laughs> I think there's four, actually. There's four. There's four? But I'm taking the yeah. first one. Oh, so. The first boy. one's the best out of all of them. I've seen all four of them. Well, first one's so y'all, got, y'all got a tough... I, I feel like I put together a pretty good two right there. Oh, no, so. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you took my number one, but that's it. I want to go baseball again, but I think it'll slip to the second round, so I'm going to go football. And actually, kind of in the headlines right now, I'm going to go with the blind side. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I see. I was going to avoid picking right that one just one, because yeah. of like the you know the false story. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Enough yeah, but Sandra think Bullock, that was a come on. Give, give Sandra Bullock props. She didn't do yeah, nothing yeah, wrong. She yeah. literally did the role. She did it fa- like phenomenal. I well, mean, it was, she won an Oscar. Yeah, so, she yeah. won an Oscar for it. So, of course. <laughs> what's what's even going on? Like, what's like the whole story was like False. falsified. It was a, oh. it was a they didn't actually fake story. adopt him. What? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? You did, wait, you didn't know that? No, I, I take my did. pick back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that well, we we can get into that in a minute, but I mean, yeah, it, it was Sorry, pretty. Continue. It was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> All right, let me go with number two. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Rocky because I got Rocky three as my number two. Rocky three. That's the one where he's Mr. Big Time. Yeah, he's Mr. Them. Big Time, and then he gets knocked out by Mr. T. Yep. And then his coach dies, and then yep. he's like, I gotta go back to my roots. Goes <laughs> back to his roots, earn his way to the top. Rocky four is right there with it. Absolutely. So I gotta put yeah, three I, right above I agree. it. Okay. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to actually go baseball route, and I'm going to pick Major League. That's my favorite, like, probably cool. my favorite sports movie. Absolutely. But I Major know. League. Not a bad oh. pick at all. Colton, with this Yawn. being a snake, I do the next two, correct? Yeah, you got the, these are your last two. All right. So. All right. So, you know, I'm going to close it out strong. <laughs> I got I to gotta do it for the culture, man. Love and basketball. One of the greatest films huh. to ever okay. exist. You know, mm. got to mm. go with love and basketball there. Okay. And then... My last movie, I don't know if you guys remember, our, my elementary school actually took us to the premiere of this. I got a chance to don't meet you say it. Jaden Smith. Oh, never mind. I'm Are good. Are you going to say Karate Kid? Karate Kid. Oh, what? Oh, the new Wait, one? you're talking the new one? Yeah, Jaden Smith. Yeah. When you, yeah. No. I would argue that the Ralph Macchio one is is much better. Yeah, yeah I would too, but no. For, I think, they, they did make three of those, I like, and they like only teams. made one of the new ones. You know, I, I can understand. I can understand why people would pick that because not a lot of people really saw the original Karate Kid. But for people who, you know, who knew Jane Smith and who knew Jackie Chan, you know, obviously them two colliding, it's understandable. Because honestly, I went to see it in theaters, uh, you mm. know, for a field trip as well, and it was a it was a great movie. It really was. But I don't. I really wouldn't put that up there where no. the original would be. But it's it's pretty close. It's I will say close. that the new one did bring us the you know all time classic song. Never Say Never by Justin Bieber featuring Jaden Smith. I will never yeah, say never. Unfortunately. unfortunately. 
Yeah, I mean, let's let's put Kung Fu Panda in that mix while we're out it. I mean, <laughs> hey, don't don't give too much hate for Karate It was it was heart tugging and everything. I, maybe I was just a little bit too young. Absolutely, I think I you're too know. young. It's, but, a, it's a good movie. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's a heartwarming one. Absolutely. Uh, so Kobe for Hore. So I've been thinking about this. Well, I'm glad I got my main two. That's 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 great. But my final pick, um, I'm gonna have to go with a very historical one. And one that I think is very meaningful to a lot of baseball fans, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say my final pick is 42. Oh, that's a good, that's a good one. Pick. Um, Beautiful movie. Wait, I thought we had two more picks. No, you only got one more. It's only, only four. one more. It's only three. It's only it, three. It's only three. Oh, I did five. <laughs> oh man. I mean, can we? I mean, I, I, can did, we do five? I did say three to five. We could do five. All right, so we're I mean, doing, we're going. Yeah, with we're doing five. We're doing five. All right. So for my number cool. four, I still got more. Or is this number three technically? This is number three. My number three then. I gotta go with a comedy. Uh oh. Adam Sandler, Longest Yard. <laughs> Dude, that is a star studded film. It is so good. I, I've seen it so many times and I can still watch it and laugh. It's fu- it is funny. I mean it is funny. Holy crap. What an all star <laughs> crew. It is it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, let's let, yeah Sandler, who was Nelly, Michael uh, Irving. Let's Gold, go. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg, um, Steve Cold Austin. Steve hey, Cold, uh, the great Stone the great Cold Austin. Excuse me. What was the budget for that? Uh, Chris Rock. It, honestly, uh, none of those actors could have cost that much. To be honest, nah, Michael well, Irving. Well, just think, because Goldberg and Stone Cold had retired it, retired from wrestling. Was so, it? Um, oh, who was who was Maggot? Who was the running back? Who played? Oh, oh Nelly. 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 Yeah, Nelly. Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Like, I, I'm still listening to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, that is an all star crew. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, who's is it me? Who's, I think it's, it's me. Yeah. So. Uh, y'all are probably gonna think I'm, I'm going, I'm reaching here, but we're gonna keep it comedy. I'm gonna go with the water boy. Oh, mama say that was on my that was on my mind. <laughs> you got you got me on that one. All right, well, is that a reach though? Captain Insano took the lady. So, you took the longest yard off. You took Waterboy. I guess I got to finish the trifecta and go uh, Happy uh, Gilmore. Oh, oh my God. Darn it. That was <laughs> a good one. one. That's that's a good on one. the list. Oh, uh, man. And I get to, to wrap around here for my fourth pick. Let's see what I still got left. Get on in here. the hole, Paul. Go <laughs> <laughs> back to your family. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go with one of my one. Of, <laughs> I can't stand you. No. Um, one of my favorite basketball movies of all time. Don't you say it. I'm gonna go with Coach Carter. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. you know how it feels, Kobe, huh? Uh, Taking other people's it. picks. <sighs> so wrapping around for the rest great. of the fourth okay, round. Okay, well, with that being said, uh, I'll go with another football movie. And I think this movie's honestly slept on that The Rock was in, and that was Gridiron Gang. It's a good movie. That's a very. I, that's one of my favorite ones. So. One of my favorite. Did I just get? Did I just get oh wait, yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, it wait. wasn't even your turn though. Oh, what, oh, it wasn't. No, oh, well, go ahead. don't tell me you you're gonna say. say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck, Kobe, because I was gonna say that baseball's always had like a special place when it comes to movies. Mm. And I'm going with the bench warmers. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god, that wasn't on my list. That's a very good one. That is a good oh, one. That one's funny. That yeah, I like that one. Um, you're still out. You're still fat. <laughs> <laughs> I love the All right. Uh, with my fifth and final pick, I'm going comedy again. Oh, wait. Did I, did I get no, my this fourth is pick? Your, this is your fourth pick. Yeah, this is your fourth. Oh, Keep this is my fourth pick? All right, <laughs> then this is my last one. All right, my fourth pick. Y'all can finish we were, with we're me. We're doing five. Okay, I'll come up with a random one. I'm <laughs> with my fourth pick, anybody want to shake? 
and bake it because Talladega oh, Nights oh, is my, oh my favorite. Another one I forgot. <laughs> yes, I sir. NASCAR. Damn the Portitos. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Because oh. it's shaking bake time. <laughs> That's I'm my best you. friend, I'm Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Absolutely loving these quotes. Oh my god, dude! I can quote all Talladega Nights. Yeah, but Mystic let me think about Barry. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me plug in. You know, we're kind of we kind of plugged in a little bit for the KTSW staff, and I want to shout out Karis Lay. She's uh she wanted to call in, but we do not have that setup and everything for right now. But I will shout her out. Field of Dreams for the draft. She uh, is drafting as an honorary draft if pick. If you build it, I mean, it's it's a good movie to me. I think it, to me, I think it's overrated. Hey, I mean, it's got. Ooh. Hold on, mm. let's let's finish, and we still got plenty of time for discussion. <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So it's got Mister Yellowstone pick? himself okay. in it. My last two picks, correct? Because we're doing five. But you just oh, are you not taking? No, that that, that okay. was that was Karis's. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I never <laughs> no, take that. Not mine. <laughs> not mine. That's a waste of a pick. Yeah. Um. So for, that's what that's what Thomas said. Coach course. Carter was already selected, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Okay. I wanted that one. I got to go Ali. Ooh, got to go. Oh, yeah. with Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. I've never yeah. actually seen it. What? I mean, I know of Muhammad Ali, but I've never actually seen the movie. Oh, it's it's great. You have to. See you it. have to see it. It's I'm probably great. gonna have to buy a subscription for another <laughs> deal <laughs> I don't boxing. have. All right, it's uh, on Peacock TV or something. It's my it's and, my pick. Uh, well, not yet. This is my last okay. one with. My fifth and final selection, mm-hmm. it has not been said yet. It's still in the Rocky family, but I have to Ooh. go Creed. Ooh. The yeah. first or like, second? Like Wait, which one? First or the one? third? First. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the first I one. I still haven't seen the third one, so no spoilers. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, dang. Coach Carter got off the list. Um, hmm. Yeah. We okay. On the spot. Oh, ooh, oh, my God. I, I didn't even think of this one. Um. Final one, and it's for football. It's on the topic of football. Um, love the show, and I love the movie Friday Night Lights. Mm, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, uh, my parents own the DVD too, so that is a good it's one. Very good. Yeah, that's a tough one to follow. Uh, I'm guess I'm last. My last pick. How did I get last? I thought last I was in the middle. There's still David and me getting yeah, to take yeah. our fifth. Okay, all right. Well, Wait, you didn't let me give me my fourth one. You have five already. No, I didn't. You, you picked five times. Wow, this is a really unorganized Remember you picked track. before me? Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. That's I'm right. not going to lie, I don't even remember the ones I took. Um, <laughs> we needed a draft board. I don't know why we didn't get a draft we'll board. We'll invest in this for next time. Let's just... I'll be honest, you, you threw me off. I'm, I'm thinking, I have two picks. Y'all help me out with this one, all right? Okay. Both football. Okay. Rudy or We Are Marshall? Ooh. I'd say Rudy. I'd like Rudy. I mean, We Are Marshall as Matthew McConaughey, but... Uh, Rudy's Rudy's a Rudy, yeah, a heartwarming I'm, one. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, well, I mean, I think Rudy. Rudy. It's close, but I, I like both. Rudy. But I think Rudy's better. All right, I'm going Rudy. Then. I I thought we were going three, so I didn't prepare to go this deep into the draft. But expect the unexpected. man. You need when Where's you get, Tom Brady when you get when you get this late in the draft. You need a wild card. You need a Jabril Peppers. You need a Tom Brady. Yes, sir. Dang, Jabril Peppers. Give, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just saying stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Give me Disney Pixar's Cars. Oh, as a sport, as a sports movie. Hey, it's a sport. There's I mean, racing. Yeah. Yeah. Talladega Nights. Oh, That's true. I mean, there in 2006, you had Talladega Nights and Cars. Like that. NASCAR was at its peak. I think so, Cars was 2007. So, uh, okay, so out of those two, what would you choose? I'll go to Talladega Nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without a doubt. I I knew Colton was about to say Cars. You can so walk, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you can walk. 
David, I love that pick. Don't you stick Thank that you. knife in your leg. Thank you. Don't you stick <laughs> that knife. Should we have like a movie trivia night where you like guess the quotes? I, from can, the, I could guess all of them all. from Talladega Nights at least. All right. <laughs> so to movie. wrap up my team, let's see. I think for the final pick, I already got two basketball movies. I got a golf and I got a baseball. Wait, what was the golf one? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get your football? You're missing one. I'm going to get a football movie. one. So I'm stuck between two. But I think this is a personal favorite. I don't know what the you know the public view of this movie is, but I'm going to go with Draft Day. That I, I like one. Draft Day a lot. Yeah, I was I thinking s- of that one. I, I actually like Draft Day. It's such an inaccurate it situation, is, but it is a really but, cool one. So yeah, it is. Here are a few movies that I had on my list that were not selected. You got Field don't, of Dreams, of course. 40. Rook, I don't. I, there's only a few left. <laughs> Field of Dreams, Rookie of the Year, Little Big League, A League of Their Own, He Got Game, Bad News Bears, Hoop Dreams, Any Given Sunday, Hoosiers, Invictus, Miracle, Cool Runnings, The Mighty Ducks, and Air Bud. What about uh, The Rookie with, um, um, what's his name? Um, oh crap! I can literally see his face now. Oh, who am I thinking? I of? can't think of it now. But the rookie—that's another. That's a good, good one. one. Why do you think? You know, surprised you didn't say Caddyshack either. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one too. Mm. I'm just gonna give one honorary mention. You know, Colton, you you did a year's worth of planning and <laughs> scouting. <laughs> I forgot a good one, huh? Scouting. What did I forget? Uh-oh. Like Mike. Oh, that's a good, good one. one. Yeah, that's my honorary that pick. Yes, like sir. What was that one? What was that one Durant movie? Thunderstruck. Right. Yeah. That was terrible. Dude, do, not, <laughs> yeah, do not talk about that. The, I was like ten years old when was, I saw that. I knew it was bad acting. Then. I thought of I thought of that one and left it off the list. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I I watched I watched the new Space Jam with LeBron James while I was on a plane. Yeah. And midway through, I turned it off so I could hear a baby crying in the airplane because I'd rather listen to that than that movie. So, so I mean, Sorry. Did, did anyone write their list down? Sorry. I have my list. Yeah, I'll write mine. Okay, so. Starting off, my team, we got Space Jam, The Sandlot, Draft Day, Coach Carter, and Happy Gilmore. Ooh. Oh, I that is a good one. Y'all can y'all can rate which ones y'all think was the best. We'll Ooh. let the crowd decide. We gotta get, we get another poll going up there. Ooh, there you go. We should do a poll on Instagram. That'd be good. I definitely have the best one. I have the most comedic one. As for my <laughs> best team, all NBA, all NFL, all MLB team, all Fighting, squatting, because I had some fighting movies in there. All karate team. We had Rocky, Love and Basketball, Creed, Ali, and Karate Kid. Yours mm. is pretty good, Thomas. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, you got a lot of fighting ones. Mm. Yeah. David? I went baseball route for sure. I went blindside, money ball, bench warmers, cars, and I didn't write my fifth one down. So, <laughs> what was your fifth? It wasn't my fifth. My fifth was cars. Oh, it wasn't it? Oh. I, I thought it was cars. Yeah, I can't remember. No, it was. But it's okay. It was my fourth that All I didn't right. write down. I, I didn't prepare to go this deep into the draft. It's all good. Who so, said Sandlot? I said Sandlot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. the winner I'm to retrace of story. this would definitely be me because number one is Glory Road. Uh, Rocky Three, The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, uh, Talladega Nights, and then Rudy. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty stacked team right there. Yeah, I don't think that's the winner. But I think they can go, you know, eighty-two and zero right there. Eighty-two and zero. <laughs> so mine was Remember the Titans, uh, Major League, Gridiron Gang, uh, Friday Night Lights, and oh. What was, dang, I didn't dang, I didn't write my down exactly. my fifth one. I didn't write down my fifth one either. <laughs> Darn it. Y'all are slacking. It's okay. No, it's we said three. I thought we were going to do three. I, I do I have just, a question. I said three to five. I do have a question. Have any of y'all seen? It was Waterboy. Ah, Sorry. Sorry. congrats. That's a good one. 
Uh, have any of y'all seen Any Given Sunday? Yes. Do y'all think it's actually good? I like it. I watched it, and like the whole scene where like his eyeball comes out, I'm like, what, what? am I watching? <laughs> what am I watching right now? People think this is the greatest football movie of all it's time. It's not the greatest, but it's it's good, but it's not one of the greatest. Sound the soundtrack's great. I have one of I have one of their songs on my playlist, and it's it's a really it's a really cool. It's literally called Any, any I can't Given Sunday. Remember Sun. the Titans has the best soundtrack. That finals. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude. I love Remember the Titans. Just blew out some speakers there. And people oh, I'm sorry, dude. Remember the Titans is the greatest. I, I agree. I agree. All I right, agree. sorry. We're we're keeping Colton away right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that one, the movie draft was certainly a lot of fun, and we're going to be right back discussing the big three: NBA, NFL, and MLB. Take your pick. We'll be talking about it all here on Bobcat Radio after dark. Visit the KTSW YouTube page. Did you miss an event? Didn't get a chance to listen to Studio C Session Live? Well, you can catch all these and more on our YouTube channel. Just search KTSW on San Marcos on YouTube. And we're back here on KTSW 89.9. Colton Gibson here with Kobe Jackson, David Castaneda, Paxson Graff, and Thomas Terry. Like I said before the break, we're now going to get into the big three of sports leagues, starting with the NBA. Guys, just a couple of days ago, we were kind of hit out of nowhere with this trade that we knew was coming. Mm. We didn't know when, we didn't know where, but Damian Lillard's a Milwaukee Buck. Ooh, and whoop. the biggest question that I have to go along with that information is, you know, over the last couple of years, I feel like the NBA has kind of shied away from the super team idea after the Warriors kind of fizzled out. And our super teams back, you look at the Suns, you look at the Bucks, you look at all these teams that are putting together like three stars on one team. Our super team's back. And is that, you know, the narrative of the, you know, future NBA? You know, Colton, I I really hate to say it, but honestly, they have made their return. And really, uh, I don't someone, know if they someone ever... play some Eminem. <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> yeah, they have made their return. Um, with this trade, Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. They have such a interesting nickname. I don't even know if I could say the nickname over the air. With we know that Giannis is the Greek freak, and we know that Damian Lillard is Dame time. Dame so time. Maybe you can put those What's two and Chris two together. Uh, I have no clue. The middle like, man? I don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> might have just man. made up a nickname for him. Yeah, I, probably I hope he's listening. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Definitely Chris credit me for that. I need uh, at least 200K. <laughs> Make sure to throw the K on there. The middle man. That's, that's not bad. The, the middle, middle man. man. That's not bad. But honestly, you know, right <laughs> there is not a team to me that's dethroning the Phoenix Suns. That team, we see Bradley Beal, who was traded there over the offseason. Oh Devin Booker is the lone remaining person from that 2021 finals run against the Milwaukee Bucks, where mm-hmm. they ultimately lost. You got Kevin Durant. You have Yusuf Nurkic. And I'm missing one <clears throat> player. I know I am. Oh, um, Grayson Allen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But no, that's the <laughs> basketball um, player of all time. They're going to make some noise. And obviously a super team with all of those talents. Well, oh. does KD stay the whole entire season? No. <laughs> For real. I, I think <laughs> he's probably going to Milwaukee now. <laughs> I, mean, I think this, this sounds exactly like what we said about the Brooklyn Nets a few years back. And I'm sorry, but look at the NBA finals from both conferences this year, the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Neither of those teams are per se super teams. They're homegrown teams. Miami Heat, for the most part, got all their players from from the draft and, and undrafted. their own. Making and undrafted, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Same with the Nuggets. They've been working on Jamal Murray and uh, Nikola Jokic for the longest of time, played the long game, and 
and it worked out. Super teams, I mean, I feel like there has to be the chemistry there as well. And and nowadays when you see super teams made, you see them kind of blow off their whole bench in, in the midst of it. But I will say that the Suns bench isn't terrible. They really I mean, fortified it with this trade. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I um I think I think that the Brooklyn Nets have kind of lost my faith in super teams alone. It's a long season, a lot of wear and tear on the players with these new rules. I don't know how much it's going to affect the the resting of the players, but is it interesting? That's well, one of the new rules is the is the flopping rule, right? No, 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 no. I was no. talking about the resting. resting yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. which I'm I'm glad that they did that. Um, Popovich started that. I will say where I think this team defers the the Bucks. That is from the the Nets. Was the Nets? They all had their own individual drama. That's I mean, true. KD, you had the whole Warriors uh, stuff prior. Uh, James Harden, I mean, he brings a lot of trauma. Uh, ben Simmons, for that matter, Kyrie. Whereas Giannis, Giannis is like the lovable guy of the NBA. That's I a good guess point. you can say Jokic too. Middleton doesn't. You don't hear much about Middleton. He's the middleman. I'm going to keep saying that. <laughs> and then Dame. I mean, he was the most loyal player up until this trade a That's couple true. days ago. Absolutely. I think that. This, yes, I I can see where you can kind of get like PTSD of the Nets, but I don't think it's as controversial like that, I That's guess you true. could say. But David, I also want to say too, while I did say that there could be no team that could stop the Suns, this is all pending on health. Obviously, we yeah. know injuries occur in every sport. And there is never a perfect season. And I think that's where depth comes into play, too. You know, if you lose two of those players, you got to have guys. Your own Lakers did it this year, man. People were going down, and Austin Reeves, guys were stepping mm-hmm. up out of nowhere, and that led them to go deeper than most people thought in the playoffs. Thank you for bringing up the Lakers. Oh, I no. didn't want to be the one <laughs> to do it, but you did it for me, and I appreciate you for it, David. Your 2024 NBA champions. Are we really doing this right now? <laughs> We no, are. That, that is that is a false. We are statement. the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Oh man, if Justin is li- oh, oh got Cole Fred. Okay. Got Fred. Got okay. Dylan Brooks. The, okay. the most the best contract in are the NBA. Right. Tenement Thompson just isn't because, in the league now. Come on. Just because it's past our bedtime, our normal bedtime of BCR doesn't mean we need to be going cuckoo. Okay. Cuckoo. The 2024 <laughs> NBA champions. It's going back to Dallas, Texas. I'm oh, telling you that right now. Come on. <laughs> With what defense? Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. With what defense? Are going to carry that? Not on this earth. Grant Williams. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. You lost me there. Yeah. Okay. Look, listen. we got Maxi Kleber. Oh, I do want to say the Rockets. I, you know, I think they did get Boban Marjanovic back. Yes, so that's, they did. So I mean, that already makes him a contender. But yes. you know what? I like that Houston Rockets. They're obviously not going to be NBA yeah, champions. Of course. But I'm, I'm just with people listening. I don't actually think that the the. Ooh, I almost put myself in a pickle there. I don't think that the Rockets are going to win the championship. Go ahead and say what you're about we to say. We are not starting that's that. That's for later. Go ahead and say what you're about to say. starting that. And it's evenly divided right now. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's three astro. Okay, never mind. For all the Houston Rocket fans in the room, tell me what, what's going on with this point guard situation. We have, uh, y'all have drafted a man Thompson. I'm not a Houston fan, but I'm, I, I've been keeping up with what's I, going on. Amen Thompson is, is the point guard of the future. Fred Van Fleet, you just Amen gave Thompson him. is probably eh. Ben Thompson's probably going to come off the bench this year. We don't know what's going to happen with KPJ. He's a, he was KPJ a is not a rocket anymore, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, but Jalen Jalen Green has proven that he could be in the shooting guard role when KPJ was at point guard. Shot I think chunker. I think this is <laughs> I think this is a case of uh, 
Dude, don't take, don't pass on somebody just because you already got that position. I mean, this is a very positionless uh, league now. I mean, you, even you've even seen the all NBA more. NBA teams, they are not going to be positioned this year. I They're like positionless. That. I believe. I like that. So, really, that's yeah, cool. Don't don't pass up on somebody. Uh, so you, you can know. have four points. Yeah, I, I, be, I believe <laughs> wow. that's you know it's like the Rockets. Me, don't call me, but I think that that the all NBA teams are positionless along with you have to play 65 games to be eligible now. Mm. I love that rule well, so LeBron's much. out of the picture. <laughs> no, please no. Oh, you know, we are not we are not we are not about to start that. Kobe, I'm so sorry. No, but we, we are, are starting. not about to start that. I, I know I Jordan my, wouldn't be out of the picture. I held my tongue while y'all talked about my goat. Oh, oh boy. Man. The king. Just because right. I said he had the MLB inferior space jam doesn't mean I was saying he wasn't the goat. The kid from Akron. Oh, boy. The greatest to ever do it. LeBron, mm-hmm. Ramon, mm-hmm. James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he will lead. He will lead the Lakers to title land once again. And y'all will put some respect on this championship. You made that sound like that was like from a like a, from a game board. Like, hey, we're going to get you. Make sure you got to win. You also to said nobody's stopping the Suns. So well, that was. Which one? You're, you're that contradicting was, yourself. Other than the Lakers. No, no, the wait, both in the Lakers. Thank you. <laughs> the Lakers. But okay. I was saying health. If everybody was fully healthy, like if this was a 2K simulation, that's what I'm basing that on. If it was a 2K simulation, you turned injuries off. The Phoenix Suns are going to win the championship. Now, it's going to be the Lakers. I'm sticking with that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one hour is down, 30 minutes to go. (laughs) NFL and MLB are coming at you on the other side of this break. This has been Bobcat Radio After Dark on KTSW 89.9. And we are back to the show here at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. We are going to get into a little bit of NFL football talk now. And, guys, it is it is an action-packed week. I mean, looking at it, Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. from London, you got Toy Story football between yes, the Falcons sir. and the Jaguars. Oh, Bijan's going to travel to Andy's room. He's got a friend in me. Um, you know, looking Sunday night football, you got the Chiefs and the Jets in New York featuring Taylor Swift is coming back for part two. I know uh, Kobe loves to talk about Taylor Swift no, on the radio. I do is not. she really? She is. I, she I, it, it was confirmed through wow. somebody. That the Aero store is landing in Arrowhead Stadium. How you about know that? what? Paxton, Colton, huh? I'm glad you said that about Taylor Swift. The Kansas City Chiefs, man, they are smart. Whoever is the CEO, CFO. Oh, dude, their CFO. PR team is going on fire right now. Do you know what I read today from ESPN? They're on a hot streak. They are giving out friendship bracelets in honor oh, of a relationship with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Wait, what the this heck are great. What are these? We don't have friendship time to explain the friendship bracelet yeah. thing. But yeah. oh. You know what a friendship bracelet is. You get like a free cookie Swift. or something like her purchase? <laughs> That's what happens when you show up to the sports staff. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at a couple of games, you know, I, I pulled out everybody in this room's favorite team and their game this week. And, you know, starting off, Kobe, the Steelers are taking on the Texans. And I don't know if you saw the Texans last week, but Mm. C.J. Stroud looked like a legitimate NFL quarterback and is really cementing a case to be the AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. And the Steelers' defense has not done that. (laughs) Why'd you look at him like that, Kobe? Mm, I don't know. That's my quarterback. Uh, I don't know about... One game doesn't impress me. I'm sorry. One game does not impress me. If you you got to play consistently in order for you to make a case for offensive rookie of the year, and that really honestly goes for any 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 uh, uh, award that you win. But going back to you know Pittsburgh, I mean, uh, I don't know. We are we're just up and down this season. I mean, I, I I can't. There's nothing really positive for me to say other than the fact that we that we beat you know Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, and the Browns, and then we just beat. Uh, 
Jimmy Garoppolo and the Las Vegas Raiders. A shout out to my dad because that's my dad's team. But um, yeah, I don't know. We're just up and down. And now we got, you know, Houston in NRG Stadium. Uh, their defense has been, I mean, I'll admit their defense has been sol- pretty solid, but it's their offense is just not where it should be. You know, I'm used to, you know, deep balls that, you know, that Terry Bradshaw threw, you know, further downfield. But when Ben oh, Roethlisberger man. did as well with, you know, his two stars, uh, wide receiver stars that he had. I mean, I'm used to that. I'm not used to these little short pass tricks and stuff that, you know, Matt Canada is running for this Steelers offense. And, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we stand right now. I mean, we have a decent record right now, but honestly, we just need to pick it up offensively. Well, well Okay, go sorry. Ahead, go I, ahead. I feel like it's fair for me to go after because his Steelers versus my Texans. I mean, I just want to say I appreciate the C.J. Stroud praise, and I I, I, I think he's going to be, I mean, a- AFC Rookie of the Year. Why not, you know? Oh, but boy. For, for just, just to add on a little bit, dude, this guy has been thrown straight into the fire, and I know we're seeing it a lot more. Um, nowadays that rookie quarterbacks just getting put straight into the fire, but man, that's a lot of pressure. I agree. You, you know, it's, it's <laughs> what I'm sorry. It's, you know, not everybody <laughs> can be Dak Prescott numbers or whatever. Throwing straight but, into the uh, fire of the burning dumpster. That's exa- what he's throwing. No, into. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it, I mean, it's true. This Texans team is not, not very well put together. They don't have nope. really the chemistry. No. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, but could you imagine going in there and throwing 50 attempts a game? You know, he's doing his thing, man. I'm not, not nobody's saying that the Texans are going to do anything this year, but mm. the fact that you bring a quarterback like that and put him into kind of a, a little bit of a shaky situation in Houston. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and just, just to, to be unbiased, it's 50, 50 throws a game, you know, he's getting all, all the reps he can get. I definitely, definitely some things I see that Stroud needs to work on. Maybe throwing it past five yards every once in a while wouldn't kill him. <laughs> he did it last week. So uh, Steelers defense hasn't been the best, if I'm no. correct, this, well, I mean, this year. We've but, been okay. I wouldn't yeah. say we've been but, the best. But when, we've when been I, better. When I think of the Steelers defense, I think of a pretty good defense. So <laughs> Texans don't have this one in the bag by, by any means. I just think of them injuring Hunt, so... <laughs> Uh, so Thomas going over to your team. I know it's a newly acquired fandom over there. The Carolina Panthers taking on the winless Minnesota Vikings. Is Bryce Young going to play? You know, I, I haven't read the injury report lately, but we know he was dealing he with is. an ankle injury and everything. Mm. I hope he Achilles I heel. got one on the way over here. Yeah, I hope he I hope he comes back and everything. But you also have to remember too what the Panthers had to give up. What we have to give up mm-hmm. to get him. Yep. And I do not think that we own our own draft pick this year. So he is playing. Neither do the Sorry. Texans. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, you guys have the Browns pick from that Deshaun Watson yeah. trade. Yep. The Panthers, you know, we're just kind of in la la land here. If we are not currently, we are obviously winless. But <laughs> what do you think about Bryce Young from what you've seen? I, I can't really evaluate him because of that O line that he's been behind. Yeah. I you agree. know, he's running from his, running for his life. Every single snap. It's all C.J. Stroud is, man. Four of the five starting O-line has been injured these last couple weeks for the Texans, so it's kind of... But then at the same time, too, Houston has, for at least in my opinion, formidable wide receivers in Tank Dell. Um, Tank Dell has been so good. Nico Collins has been great so far. Robert Woods. Robert Woods, yep. yeah. Veteran in him. And then you guys also have another rookie who's been going off as well. Um, Tank Dell... Uh, 
don't know. Receiver? I, maybe I'm thinking about Xavier Hutchinson. Oh, he had wow. some kind of, you know, big plays from time to time. But yep. Carolina doesn't have that right now, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they need. And so your hope would have been, if you had this pick, to go out and get Marvin Harrison Jr., yep. one of the greatest receivers in college football right now. But that is currently not the case. So, Panthers. and going to the final team, Pax, and I wanted to save the best for last. Mm. The Cowboys taking mm. on the Patriots this week, coming, <laughs> off of a 20, coming off of a 28-16 loss to the Cardinals. Wait, what happened? Just want to throw in Could you say Josh Dobbs and Jonathan Gannon both get their first career wins. But the Cowboys had 13 penalties for 170 yards and just, you know, one-on-one with the Cowboys fan. What, you know, we've always seen that meme. Who did they lose to again? We'd always see that meme about the uh. Cowboys fandom cycle. Where in the cycle are we at right now, Paxton? <laughs> okay. Let me make things yet again clear. I am not a Cowboys fan as far as that. I'm just a Cowboys fan because I grew up in Dallas. I'm not like a Miles Vaughn or Audrey Pessoa's fan. Or Presley Davis. Or Presley Davis. I am not one of those delusional fans. I just like the Cowboys because I grew up in Dallas. Um, But I'll be honest, I haven't watched a game this year. I don't watch NFL until like... Week 11, when playoff pictures starting to look like something. College football is the only one I will watch consistently every single week. Uh, NFL, I've just never been a huge fan of. But I can tell you, I mean, um, kind of a lackluster performance uh, from the Cowboys this past week. See how they do against the Patriots. I know I I read an article that they're apparently fearing that they're going to know some of their play calls because you have Zeke Elliott on the sidelines uh, for the Patriots. So, I don't know. We'll see how that works, but kind of a Zeke uh, reunion this week. I'm curious to see how that will go, um, but I will uh, I'll wait and see. I mean, I, I don't really plan on watching this one that much, um, but catch me week 12, and I got you with all the action then. Yeah, just real quick, for the uh, next all-staff meeting that we have going on, to Miles Vaughn, Miles. Presley Davis, Audrey Pasillas, I will have the tissue ready for you. What game will that? That'll be next week. What? What? Uh, what's the opponent next week? We know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It, it, it doesn't Wait, matter. I got it. <laughs> It'll be a loss. We are going to go ahead and Niners. take our final break. Go Niners! <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take our final break of the night. But on the other side of it, we will dive headfirst into one of the most exciting times of the year, and that is October baseball. So stick around for October the last best. segment of Bobcat Radio After Dark here on KTSW. <laughs> But first, the Hayes County Food Bank is passionately committed to improving lives through food assistance programs, nutrition education, and advocacy. The Hayes County Food Bank provides food at no cost to low-income households and those suffering from some sort of food emergency due to job loss, medical emergencies, disasters, etc. Information about eligibility, registration, and the food distribution schedule can be found at hayesfoodbank.org. And welcome back for the final time here. It is time for the discussion that I know everybody in this room has been waiting for, and that is the quick approach of playoff baseball. Who's getting in and who is staying on the couch at home? But first, before we die, I know it's going to be a long discussion with, you know, it's going to probably going to get a little hostile in here. A couple Astros and Rangers fans. Here's my be thrown. But first, I want to bring up something that happened just a few days ago. You know, we all, you know, have broadcasted before. Talking about, you know, have y'all seen the situation with Ronald Acuna and the Cubs broadcasters? Ronald Acuna became, well, I believe he was the first player to ever have 30 home runs, 60 stolen bases. 40 home runs, 60 stolen bases. And now he's at 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases. The Braves took a sec to recognize him. He got to take the base. And the Cubs broadcaster was kind of irked about it. He kind of made a big deal. You know, why? What is, it's just such a big moment in history. I don't know really how to feel about it, but... 
it's such a big moment in the sports history that you have spent your life mm. covering. Why, why make a big deal of it? I have a question. Can we put this in football terms? Sure. Well, it's a 47. All right, so here we go. Patrick Mahomes just mm -hmm. broke the record for passing touchdowns in a season, and the Chiefs want to take a second to recognize him because he is the best quarterback. He had the best season for a quarterback ever. And the broadcasters the, not like the that. Cowboys broadcasters are like, eh, get it, get him off the field. Okay, we, we want the game to we keep going. One thing though, but pretend the Cowboys and the Chiefs are forty-two to forty-two in an overtime game. Ah. That's also the situation. That that's what so it was. It was a close one. It was in the tenth inning. Ooh, also, Paxton, I need to make sure we're given the proper and due diligence to Ronald Acuna to just really explain how oh i know he's, he's he's great imagine he's phenomenal patrick mahomes throwing for six thousand yards and Ooh, rushing four thousand. I, I think dear oof. lord i mean that's, that's I, I get the situation but uh, i just to be real i don't think that will ever happen i mean i'm ooh, not gonna lie that's uh 40 home runs and 60 no 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 six i mean six like no 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 no. i'm saying mahomes throwing six over six thousand yards in the season I, that's I like three and a half miles worth <laughs> Actually, you know what the record is so far uh in a season yeah like Forty eight hundred? No. no, no, no. Fifty five hundred, I believe. Fifty five hundred. That's important. That's important. Peyton, Peyton, Peyton. Yeah. But anyway, but, oh, back, to, but yeah. back to back to Ronald uh, Acuna. I don't know. That, I mean, I understand that the game was close, and I understand it was in the tenth inning. But I mean, you have to show recognition when you see a, an outstanding player do such magnitude of that atmosphere. I mean, come on, man. First of all, Ronald Acuna. If y'all don't know know him, he is an unbelievable ball player. I mean, I've I've watched him come in the league, and I've just watched him just grow and grow. He's finally at that stage of his career where people can start recognizing him. As, you know, along with you know Shohei Itani, like Aaron Judge. Heck, I'll even throw Yonaron Alvarez in that conversation as well. So, I mean. It's just he's up there in that conversation now, and the fact that you know you have annou opposing announcers. Now I get, now I get it that they're in a you know tight ball game situ type situation. I get that they need to get the game on, but you have to recognize greatness when you see it. It, based off what y'all told me, it's kind of like when LeBron broke the record type deal. Maybe not as big of a milestone, but oh, still no, pretty accomplishable or pretty pretty historic i should say yeah and they stopped the game from that and you kind of it's one of those deals where you kind of just sit back and you're like this is a huge deal i'm going to respect this type deal Absolutely. so going off of that now the difference is this was apparently a really close game um from what I, from my understanding but i mean this is kind of one of those deals you sit back you turn the crowd mic on and you enjoy you history. just enjoy it exactly not only was it a close game this was also a game that the cubs needed to win as they are <gasps> right. fighting for that very last spot and then a wild card and i think they as of now they might be out right well that's not, that's not kind yet. of a perfect segue into talking about october baseball now yeah. the teams that are currently locked in in the American League, the Orioles have locked in the number one seed as well, the AL East yes, Championship. Uh, the Twins have locked in the AL Central Championship. Wow. And the Tampa Bay Rays have locked in a wild card spot. So still the AL West, obviously, and the last two wild card spots are open. Mm -hmm. As far as the NL, the Dodgers, Brewers, and Braves all clinched their respective divisions. And the Phillies have clinched a wild card spot. So there is also two wild card, nationally wild card spots. You know, I don't think we care that much about the National League in this room so there's the d-backs the marlins the cubs and the reds are the four teams that are contending for that last spot i believe the d-backs and the marlins are the two that are in right now but the d-backs are playing the astros tonight and we'll see what happens so let's let's just rip the band-aid off let's get into it 
what the AL West is. This oh is the boy. best stretch, the most exciting stretch of baseball in terms of a division race that has happened. You know, it, it's it's somewhat comparable to the AL East when they were, could have been a four way tie. Mm-hmm. But you know, two te- there's three teams. Technically, they're all still could win the division, and there's a chance that one of these three teams that have put on a phenomenal season don't get into the postseason. Yeah, Colton, to put some numbers back behind what you were saying, the Texas Rangers are currently atop by a slim, slim margin. They are currently 89-70. and 70. The Houston Astros are right behind them, second place in the AL West, 87-72. and 72. The Seattle Mariners are right there, too, third place, 86-73. and 73. So ESPN's FPI, I believe that's what they call it for baseball, too. It is. They have the Texas Rangers with a 97.2% chance of making the playoffs. The Houston Astros with a 76% chance, and the Seattle Mariners with a 33% chance. Oh, wow. Now, I'm not saying put too much thought into the FBI, FPI because, for example, after Alabama lost, they still had them as a number two team. So mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if I would too much trust the FPI, but we can go based off of our own knowledge and everything. And honestly, I'll go ahead and get it started. I believe the Rangers are going to lock this one up. Currently in a battle against the Mariners. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and go next, and shockingly, I'll agree with you. I think the Rangers got a lock. I mean, too much, too many good things have to happen for the Astros to come out on top of the AL West. Oh, but in terms of them making the playoffs, I think that's just as much as a lock as the Rangers. You know, the Rangers on offense, man, they have been crazy, crazy. And, yeah, they have. And the only problem with the Rangers is their bullpen, but – Yep. The last ten games, the bullpen has not been terrible. Besides yesterday, Aroldis Chapman put together blew. one crazy outing. I yeah. think he faced three batters, and all three of them reached. Yeah, so he blew it last night. But <laughs> all, all I'm gonna say is, as um, the 2020, the 2022 World Series champions uh, with the lowest bullpen ERA yep. in history, I think bullpen's gonna be very important when you get to October, and I think. These two tr- these two teams are destined to face each other in the playoffs, and I think it's going to get really excited. So I have a question. I, I have a few friends that are Rangers fans that, you know, they have said some pretty delusional things. When, I'm not going to I'm not going to name drop like Paxton did, um, but I already did. So I, I agree with you, David. I think that the Rangers are going to win the division there. I think they need two games to win the division at this point. They so do. they need to win two of the last three. I know they didn't win last night, but they've been pretty pretty good against the Mariners this season ultimately that leaves the Astros in either the five or the six seed I personally would prefer the six seed the six seed plays the third either the they play the twins and then the Rangers yeah and versus in being in the five seed you have to play the best two teams in the American League the Rays and the Orioles if the Astros lock up that six spot and ultimately in the ALDS they face the Rangers this is a question for the Rangers fans you have you have to be a little bit worried about facing the Astros in the playoffs, right? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. You know. Just thank, okay. Thank you because <laughs> I've, when I've talked to these Rangers fans, the friends that I have, and they're probably going to text me shortly about it, but they act like they're not concerned about the Astros at all. And there's no way you can be because the Astros won nine to four in the season series this year. Yeah. And Jose Altuve has eighty like eighty something career playoff games. You can't tell me that you cannot be a little bit nervous to match up against the Astros in the postseason. No, Colton, we are very, very nervous. But I don't know if I want to say nervous. I want to say aware. We are aware of what the Houston Astros 
have been capable of doing, especially come playoff time in October. Yeah. You know, any team, like I've been saying, I said it for the last month, I'd rather be cold then than to be cold in October. Amen. And this is what the Rangers are doing now, heating up. But not only are the Rangers heating up, the Astros are heating up as well. And that's just what you guys do. I have to give respect, you know. I don't know how many AL championships in the last five or six years, but you guys have been on top of the AL, and we need to take that crown from y'all. So to calculate your uh, your AL uh, championships, we've won four in the last six years. Well, we've four. been in all of them, and we've been in all of them. So well, I think the we, I think we've won the division like well, every. He, he was talking about like the AL championship series. Oh yeah, the ALCS yeah. four out of the last six. Yeah, four out of I the think last. The six. only division we didn't win in that time was. The 2020 season, the A's, you know, oh, yeah. put together a decent season for once. Uh, it was probably one of their best seasons. I wouldn't say decent. It was one of the best. But anyway, um, but before I get into my little spiel, isn't it just nice not to see the Yankees in the postseason for once? I, like, can I we, read can, something can we, that like, said that this was the first time. I believe 20 years was the number, which seems short because I feel like these teams are always in. But it's the first time that the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Giants, and the Cardinals won't. They all won't be in the playoffs yeah, for Card- the first time. And I believe the number was 20, but that could be wrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, Car- I mean, I actually like seeing the Cardinals in the playoffs. They've always been just consistent every year. Even though they haven't like high above where their division is, they've always you know, squeaked in into the playoffs somehow. But, I mean, it's just nice not to, you know, just to be talking about them. Because, honestly, if, we, if the Yankees were going to be in the playoffs, we probably would have had just a rant about Houston beating them so much. But we'll save that for, you know, another time. But, I mean, honestly, if you're the, the Rangers, you have to be aware of the fact that the Astros are just slowly just climbing into the ways. And, honestly, if they can somehow win two out of three games this weekend, then I think the Astros for sure have a lock in in the postseason, it's just that a matter of who they're playing in the postseason is what matters. And I know you, you know, kind of mentioned that, Colton. Uh, but I mean, Houston has, I mean, kind of start things off. Kind of, I, 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 I guess we, I could do like a little bit of a recap for the Astros season. Obviously, the big story of the off season was, you know, Justin Verlander being, you know, being signed by the Mets, and then obviously, you know, you losing Yuli Gurriel to the Marlins, and then adding Jose Abreu to this Astros roster. And Jose then, Altuve missed the first. However many weeks of the season. Yeah, exactly, from the World Baseball Classic when he got hurt. And then Alvarez missed a lot of games as well during the season. Brantley missed a majority, almost a majority of the season as well. So that's just been the storyline for this Astro team. But everybody's back. Everybody's, for the most part, I would say pretty much healthy. They got pretty much all their starting pitchers back from last year, which was Verlander, Valdez, and Christian Javier. So honestly, I think, you know, the tone is setting for this Astros team for them to get back to where they need to be. It's just a matter of, you know, how consistent they can be and how their bullpen can be because their bullpen was in a lot of questioning this season with, you know, Ryan Stanek, Ryan Presley. I mean, I can, you know, the list goes on, but you know, it's, it's going to be tough sledding for, for Houston. Yeah. These last three games are certainly going to, you know, be crazy. You know, look, you looking at the, the Rangers, they started the se- this series last night, with that crazy walk-off win by the Mariners. But they have to play three more games against the Mariners, which obviously has huge implications on how this AL West unfolds. And the Astros have no no, you know, easy last three games either, traveling yeah. to Arizona to take on the Diamondbacks, who are also fighting to get in the postseason. If you're not watching AL West baseball, what are you doing? I, I would say shy away from the Athletics and the Angels have the last three games of the season, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't watch those. But these other three teams, this... This is amazing, and Absolutely. it's what a, what a time it is to be a baseball fan in Texas. What a time it is to be a sports fan in Texas. Looking back at everything we've talked about, I feel like 
for a majority of this thing, we've talked about the Astros and the Rangers. We talked about Texas Day. We talked about Texas Longhorns. Sports is is going crazy right now. You know, as they say, sometimes you know, sports are big. You know, as they say, football is bigger in Texas. I know people told me, oh, Florida is big on football. Oh, California is no, 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 no. If you were raised, if you were born and raised in Texas, and you have either played high school football, you have seen it, you've seen all the schools, you you know, been to college games. Uh, I mean, you'll, I'll even say been to a pro game. Football is very big in the state of Texas, and if someone would like to argue me on that, please do, because I can go on a a long spiel, but, I mean, Colton, like you said, what a time to be a sports fan right now. I mean, NFL season's going on, NBA season's about to start in October, postseason baseball's about to start in October as well. I know, you know, I I mean, and I want to bring this up, I know tennis kind of just finished with Coco Goff winning uh, the U.S. Open, so they're kind of taking a little little leeway, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, the big three sports is – is upon us here in fall and man i mean i'm just always so happy to be involved in in that because it literally is a is is is, it's time consuming for me as a sports fan to to witness all three of those well i mean you mentioned uh the sports that are going on right now in october let's just talk real quick kind of not sports related but we're transitioning to a new month october which is quite possibly besides december the greatest month of the year and the reason why i say that is because all the sports that are happening like you mentioned football you've got nfl college high school you've got mlb in the peak of its season you've got nba just starting it is a wonderful time of the year but i want to ask you all just real quick uh so we can briefly touch on it what's your favorite part about october is it football is it baseball is it halloween is it the weather is it Oktoberfest? is it whatever it's the fact that you can have all three sports going on at once actually four if you count college football. if you count college football but it's the fact that you can have all four of those going on at one time for this specific month and everything and maybe a little bit in november too as well yeah but I think I think MLB playoffs is the best part of October. I mean, I'm sorry I have to say it. I agree. It's the playoffs, nothing can beat the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I always tell people about MLB playoffs, like you really have to watch postseason baseball to understand why baseball is such a all-time classic sport. Because postseason baseball, yeah, regular season, that means nothing. It only matters when the postseason is here because there's been so many stunners that have happened in the postseason in in previous years that that makes post that, that makes MLB so great and so efficient every single year. But kind of to you know answer your question about what's great about October. Number one, my birthday's in October, so that's ah. uh, that's yeah. another thing. Well, uh, bias. I changed my answer. That's my favorite part of October. <laughs> Kobe's birthday. Kobe's how many birthday. O- oh, uh, how many October birthdays do we have in here? Uh, Not me. One. I want to say you too. Um, I want to say there was mm. one more. One more on the staff. I forgot. No, it's Ooh, actually a couple more. A couple more, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Two October, big Coming up. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, I mean, that, and then, you know, like you said, sport plus also Halloween at the end of the month, you know what I mean? I know, you I know, know that. I mean, that's, honestly, October is just a fun month to be in. And some people may, you know, some people may disagree with this, but October, I think, is honestly, a, honestly a good time to take a vacation. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, because it's just a thought, because, like, it's not too hot. It's not too cold to travel, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just a perfect weather, you know, just perfect weather to travel. Yeah, I think I would definitely it, – it's hard. I, I love hoodie season. I love when it gets a little bit cooler outside. Huh? The Asia Of course. Throwback. <laughs> um, I love Halloween. I've already started thinking about Halloween costumes. Well, Ooh, I mean, we have yeah. a little – We have to go – we have a little bit of time. Do trying, you, to, trying to go as John Cena this year for one. Oh, I know, I know my girlfriend. My. my girlfriend wants to be 
Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift now, and you know oh, I gotta oh, I gotta no, be committed do to being a Swifty at this no, point. No, don't do so. that. Don't do that. But but <laughs> I do agree. You want, I do. I you know it. You know it. <laughs> I, I do agree with David though that playoff baseball is un unmatchable, and especially I don't care what happens. I don't care who wins the division. I hope the Astros and Rangers match up in the postseason. That's going to be the one of the biggest series ever between these two teams, and it's going to be such an exciting thing to experience. And honestly, I'm going to be upset if the Astros lose, but I don't really care. I, I just really want to see that series and and have you know something on the line with it. And unfortunately, it is time to sign off. It's been a fun hour and a half. So much has been talked about, but we are going to have to wrap things up. So make sure to keep up with everything Texas State and San Marcos related by following us at KTSW Sports on all social media platforms. For Kobe Jackson, David Castaneda, Paxton Graff, and Thomas Terry, this has been your host, Colton Gibson. Thank you for listening to this special After Dark edition of Bobcat Radio. Have a great weekend. We hope you tune back in on Monday at 11 a.m. But for now, let's get you back to the other side of radio.